Smart community friends, welcome back to Smart Composi and welcome to the fourth official episode of the Churchill Fellowship Smart Mobility Podcast. Since speaking to you last, I have been in Toronto and Orlando. One was really cold and the other was rather sunny. Both had nice places to be and some quirks. I'm just going to head back to Mexico City for a second to say a few thank yous. Uh, Pablo Lazo of Unidad Desino, who is also an independent contractor to Arab. Thank you so much for the great conversations and also introducing me to Bernardo Berendez of ITDP, the Independent Transportation and Development Policy of Mexico. And thanks, Bernardo, for meeting with me. Diana Sifu and Tess Munch of McKenzie and Company, thanks for the great dinner and the cocktails. Hugo and Hernandez and team at Auto Chilango, thank you for your hospitality and the Mexican treats. Nesta Francisco of Drive, thank you for the amazing seafood lunch. Olga and Raphael, thanks for reaching out on LinkedIn and having a great dinner. John Matus Albino at Urban, it was great to meet you. Ramon Escobar at Cabify, it was also great to come over to your office. Victor Manuel Cosio and Ramon Carmona Medina of Busi, thanks for meeting me for coffee. As you can see, I had a great time in Mexico, had lots of things to do. So what have I been up to since? Well, I have been in Toronto, um, which was great. And I originally selected Toronto because I wanted to go to Sidewalk Labs. It's a bit controversial, but hey, they're planning up a smart community. So I wanted to find out more about it. Unfortunately, I got three no's saying they were too busy to meet with me. So I nearly scrapped the whole thing. But I thought, Toronto must have some pretty cool stuff going on there and I can still go to the open day and Jonathan Reichenthal was able to introduce me to the Chief Information Officer of City of Toronto who I met with and I'm so glad that I did. I also met with an old colleague from TMR, Jacob Seymour, who now works for Watershed Partners and a Cyborg Labs fellow who works for the Ontario Ministry of Infrastructure, William Sutter. I also met with Kevin Mercer from RainGrid. Thanks for reaching out on LinkedIn. And I met with Daniel from Arup. We had some really great conversations. So thanks everyone for meeting with me. Now this episode will be themed around trust, community trust more specifically. I had lots of conversations with lots of different people. And the biggest thing that came out was smart communities is not a thing as we know, it's a way of thinking. And there's a few things that you need when you're trying to create these smart communities. So on the theme of trust, the social license to operate. So in smart communities, we need this social license to operate because if the people aren't on board, if the community isn't on board, and that includes the global community, things can't happen. And for those who don't know what social license operate is, it's when a project has approval or acceptance from the community, both local and globally. And this is quite intangible. It's not a um, sign on the dotted line type of thing. And it's hard to say exactly how you get it. And it's different for each place as well, which is very important to note. But it becomes pretty clear when you don't have it. People start speaking out about the project. Um, 
So there's a few things that you need when it comes to social license operate. And I did a little bit of Googling on this just to cement my thoughts. Social license of common fact. So it's about the social legitimacy. So being based on the established norms of a community, and they may be legal, social, cultural, formal and informal in nature, um, the companies that are, that are doing these projects or involved in these projects must understand the norms of the community and be able to work with them. You know, the, the rules, the, the informal rules of the game. And then you go to credibility. So credibility, what does that actually mean? I think it means being having true and clear information, um, setting commitments, uh, showing how you're actually going to follow up on those and being a company that, um, you know, does what they say they're going to do, I guess. And then the third is trust. Most important of all, I think, and it leads on from having these other things, but you need to be able to trust or the community needs to be able to trust that the company or the project has their best intentions at heart. It's going to benefit them um, and they're going to be able to trust and coordinate and collaborate. And I think with trust comes feedback, so that feedback loop. So just because you ask for feedback doesn't mean that you're going to automatically be trusted with that feedback, but what are you actually doing with that feedback? So I think that that loop is really, really important. How you collaborate and co-create in a true way to enable trust, I think, is really important. And you might have it in some places and not others, depending on that first one, which is social legitimacy. What are the actual social norms? And you can lose it pretty easily if you lose any three of those of those tiers. And I think once it's lost, it's pretty hard to gain back. No matter how amazing and like hashtag smart things are going to be that social license to operate is going to be the key here to move forward with uh, this project I think the other thing to do um, this is just in general but if you want to know more about the sidewalk labs project have a look at waterfront toronto's website because we I think people are not understanding what exactly is happening there nothing has happened um as in there's no shovels in the ground it's all a concept uh which is which is hard for the community to get answers on because there's not necessarily answers for everything but what it has done is really thrown up in the air a lot of these um smart you know concepts and community concepts and and what things are going to be really important when we move forward in our communities. So I think the process itself has been quite useful, no matter what happens. And let's go on to data and privacy. A couple of things. We need to trust that the data collected is anonymized because it's not okay that someone knows that I go here and there, but it might be okay if we know that a number of people or a heat map, you know, is going here or there. And I've heard people say that they don't care if they're tracked and on the other, on the vice versa, you know, people that really care. But people have said, oh, I don't, I don't care if I get tracked because I don't do anything wrong. And I think there's some things that we need to understand in statements like that is that you may not do anything wrong by today's rules, but if they change, what will you think then? And secondly, maybe you feel safe because you aren't in a vulnerable position you're not a vulnerable person um so you may not be able to if you were in a vulnerable situation you may feel a little bit differently um and even though that and the third is even 
though you are not a bad actor, so you might be fine to um, go about your day, there's something, there's some people out there that, that are bad actors. So we need to be able to trust that our data doesn't get into the wrong hands. Projects like this have given governments the nudge that they need to get on top of this stuff. The data legislation, I'm assuming, is outdated around the world. And private companies give it the urgency um, to really get the focus it deserves. And I think that's actually a good thing in this space. And the process, like I spoke about uh, earlier, that the Toronto government, um, governments, three levels of government have, have gone through and, and continue to go through in this space will be a really valuable resource for the global smart community. So I'm really looking forward to, uh, the lessons learnt from this process, no matter what, what happens, um, down the track. And a question for the smart community. Does anyone else know of projects on this scale that are happening and, and what lessons we can learn from those? The public expects the government to protect them in some sense, um, so keep them safe. So just like the fire and the police departments, the government now needs to protect them from bad actors in data and privacy and, and the security space. We need to trust that they can do this. And there's been lots of talk around about this trust um, in a different sense of the word, but a, a, an independent body that that um, secures your data and says, yes, you can use this data and no, you can't use that data and you can only use this type of data for these and these reasons, both government and private agencies. So this would be an independent body. And who would that actually be? Whoever it is, trust is the key there. So there's a few things to think about in that space. And this all wraps up into the redefinition that is required. We need to redefine what these things mean because it doesn't mean the same as what it did before when the legislation was written or when, you know, the planning policies were written. These things are different now. So we really need to redefine that. We need to redefine what transparency means. The way that things are happening needs to be transparent. And if it seems to not be that way, then we'll lose the trust and we'll lose that social license to operate. And a lot of these Tech and big companies happen, you know, it happens behind closed doors, which is concerning for the community. But further to that, people don't understand, hell of most of us don't understand everything, um, but people have different levels of understanding. So transparency is going to have to be redefined because people need to be understanding what they're looking at, I guess, or what they're hearing. What, what, what is, I guess there's a responsibility that when we're being transparent about things. People actually understand what we're talking about. So that goes to literacy. So redefining what literacy means. It's not just reading and writing anymore. It's about tech. It's about data. What does it actually mean? Who is using my data? What data am I willing to give away? How much should it cost me or should it cost somebody else? Or what? what's the value? Not, not necessarily cost, but what's the value of my data and what should I be doing to protect myself and what should I expect on the other end about being protected? So that's that literacy piece, which is really important. And like the government, um, you know, issues public schooling, it's now time for smart education um, to ensure people have 
a level of literacy so then they can understand what's happening um, to them and around them. And this must be inclusive. Just like public schooling, people need to have access, need to be included and have equal access to this tech and data literacy because if they don't, it's not smart community thinking because smart communities make things accessible, livable and sustainable for all and that's that all part. So that's really, really important. So it's important that these trusted parties can ensure that we create these smart communities in an inclusive way and that and that starts with ensuring that people are tech and data literate. They know what data that can and can't be used for. They know what they're signing up for when they hit yes to the terms and conditions. I heard the term three um I heard the term C three P, which is a like a public private partnership, but the C stands for community. And I think that's the way it needs to be. We need to redefine what these things are meaning. Redefinition is the key. And I think on that, redefining what trust means will be really important for our smart communities. I think that's all for me for now. I hope you have the best day and you'll hear from me again soon. Thanks, smart community friends. Talk soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this exclusive Churchill Fellowship Smart Mobility podcast. And thanks so much for your support and being part of SmartCom Posse. Please let your family and friends know and encourage them to come over and join our Posse. Posible.com and search My Smart Community.